Thank you for coming out here today to Fire Station 3 for our exciting announcement here about the CARES team. Just want to give you a quick overview of what to expect this morning. Um, we'll hear from Fire Chief Stephen Davis. We'll also hear from Louis Bixler, the director of the Dane County Public Safety Communication 911 Center. We'll also hear from Alder Arvina Martin from District 11 and City of Madison Mayor Satya Rhodes Conway. So, with that, I'd turn it over to, and then we'll have a QA after that. So, stick around for that. Um, and without further ado, I turn it over to Fire Chief Stephen Davis. Thank you, Cynthia. Hello, everyone. I'm uh, Steve Davis. I'm the Fire Chief here in the City of Madison. And, uh, Excited to have you all here today. This has uh, been a long, uh, very personal and emotional project for everyone in the Madison Fire Department to get to the point where we're here today to announce uh, our new CARES team, our Community Alternative Response to Emergency Situations and Services team. We're super excited. And like I said, this is a very personal day for me. Um, as a former paramedic in the city of Madison, um, there was always calls that, as a paramedic, that we went on for mental and behavioral health type emergencies that fell outside of our protocols. And we really, um, throughout the years, have not had another place or an alternate resources to deal with people that, that are having some type of behavioral, emotional, or mental health crisis. And today, uh, we start that journey. Um, the team will officially go into service on September 1st. The team is made up of uh, two paramedics, and the paramedics' job on calls like these that, that we'll describe as the day goes on is to rule out any medical emergency that might be occurring. So there's times in, in people's lives where they may have an underlying medical issue a, a, a patient may have, that, that uh, manifest as some type of behavioral mental health problem. And as it turns out, uh, like if it's a diabetic issue or some other underlying medical issue, sometimes if we fix that, the behavioral health uh, component comes into play and, and fixes itself as well. So two paramedics and two crisis workers that we've partnered with Journey Mental Health in Dane County uh, to provide support. Like I said, this is an alternative response. We've got a lot of speakers today that are going to talk about what that means and, and where we're going to go with this team. Um, and one of those folks uh, will follow me is Louis Bixler at the 911 Center, the director of the 911 Center. They play an integral role in this team as they have protocols and, and questioning that they can follow that identifies this team as the appropriate resource to send. Um, in, in lieu of the police department or the paramedic service in the fire department. And so, without further ado, I'll, I'll uh, turn the mic over to Louis Bixler and uh, we'll be available to answer questions uh, at the end. Louis. Thank you, Chief Davis. Um, I'm Louis Bixler, Director of the Dane County Public Safety Communication Center, the 911 Center. Um, and I just can't say enough about how excited we are to be part of this really incredible initiative that reimagines the resources that we within the, the Public Safety Communication Center have to, to help uh, at our disposal to, for those that call for assistance, particularly those that are in need of high-level crisis intervention. 
the ability to connect people with uh, the right resources begins within the communication center, and having this resource truly allows us uh, to offer a more appropriate response uh, to very specific needs. Uh, following models that have been successful in other cities like Denver, Austin, Eugene, San Francisco, we've been able to, to help and create a program that uh, will help Madison uh, have the right response for the right type of call. And the program isn't about sending social workers and community uh, paramedics to police calls. It's about sending the, a team of trained professionals to calls that are better addressed outside of the criminal justice scope. Connecting our callers uh, with the correct resource is vital in helping people heal uh, and also in freeing up police and 911 resources uh, to, positive, to positively impact resources and uh, response times for other emergencies. Um, a big exciting part of this uh, initiative as well is the data collection initiatives between the 911 center and the city of Madison. Um, using ev evidence-based practices, um, we'll be able to use that to help the CARES team evolve and grow um, as necessary with that uh, particular pieces, with those particular pieces of data. Um, the talented professionals at the communications center uh, dedicate themselves through their selflessness and commitment to help those uh, in need every day. And this is a resource that's going to help us evolve that assistance uh, to make the greatest impact for the community. Okay, now, now Alder Martin. Oh, hi, everybody. Um, I am Alder Arvina Martin, and I represent Madison's 11th Aldermanic District on the west side of town. Um, uh, when I was first elected in 2017, um, I was the only new alder elected at the time, so I did all of my orientations kind of one-on-one. -on -one. Um, my fire department orientation um, ended up turning into more of a conversation um, between me and, and Chief Davis, and I was really really excited when he told me about this idea back then and, and thinking about how it, how it could work and how we could get this done. And I'm even more thankful for his call last, last year when he said, I think it's time. I think we can do this now. And I said, I agree. And we got to work. Um, the, the work that, that city staff and other engaged stakeholders have, have done and put into this project is incredible. Um, we have had people not only from the fire department and the police department involved, but also um, the mental health community, the hospitals in, in the city of Madison, um, and, and other folks that may have to deal with or, or make calls under a program like this, like perhaps the public library. So we had a lot of people be able to contribute uh, ideas and look at the models that already existed to figure out how we could make this program best serve the people of Madison. Um, and I am absolutely thrilled that, that we're going to be starting next week. Um, this is also a very personal issue to me in that I have had a situation with a loved one um, dealing with a mental health crisis and not knowing if calling the police would make that person's situation better or worse and ultimately calling and feeling feeling not, not so great because I didn't know how it would be taken. Um, I'm really glad to know that, that as of September 1st, we can start this and we, we can start having this program where we know that people can feel confident calling for help for their loved ones and knowing that they're going to get the support and the, the treatment that they may need. So I, I'm just... I'm just unbelievably thankful for the work that every, everybody has done on this project, and I'm really excited to see how it, it works. Um, so with that, Mayor Rhodes-Conway. 
Thank you, Alder Martin, and uh, I want to thank everyone for being here today as we announce this implementation of a really important city innovation that will transform the way that we respond to residents who are experiencing behavioral or mental health challenges. Today we're launching this new emergency response team, which as the chief said is called the Madison Community Alternative Response Emergency Services, or Madison CARES. It's specifically designed for our residents who are undergoing mental health crisis. As the chief said, it pairs a community paramedic with a journey mental health crisis worker, and they will be charged with responding to nonviolent mental health emergencies in this van starting on September 1st. The initiative is run out of our fire department here at Station 3 with a program supervisor housed in Public Health Madison-Dane County. Madison CARES will treat mental health emergencies as the medical issues that they are, centering patient needs and patient care, and linking folks with the treatment options that they need. Madison CARES will send the right person to the right call. In many instances, sending someone in uniform could escalate rather than de-escalate the situation. And Madison CARES will reduce trauma for patients and reduce our reliance on emergency rooms and jails, which are sometimes the most costly and least appropriate option. This endeavor was included in my executive budget last year with support from the Common Council, and it grew out of our efforts to create alternatives to law enforcement for nonviolent emergency calls. But it is arriving at exactly the right time when for far too many folks, COVID has deepened anxiety and despair, leading to increased calls for service related to mental health needs. The CARES van will be out and about starting on September 1st, and if you need the CARES van, you are going to call 911. As you heard from the director, 911 will screen calls and decide on the most appropriate response for the emergency at hand. Prior to COVID, we estimated that the 911 center received about 7,000 mental health-related calls per year. The vast majority involving people in need of de-escalation and a helping hand. The Madison CARES initiative is designed to uniquely serve the needs of the Madison community through careful consideration of the available data and with the invaluable direction from those with lived experience and those working in the mental health field. For the first phase of this initiative, the teams will be active Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. in our central district. And the reason that we chose those hours and that geography is because the data tell us that that is where the greatest need is. Eventually, we may grow geographically as well as into other hours of the day. But that's going to be a data-driven decision, and I look forward to this year of innovation and learning to better inform the program and our needs as a community. I want to emphasize that CARES is designed to serve as an additional available resource for nonviolent behavioral health emergencies that occur in our community. We will still need our dedicated mental health officers and others at MPD who will partner with Journey Mental Health in the co-responder model, which works to resolve dangerous situations safely. And I want to thank Chief Barnes for being here 
to lend his support and thank him for the help and expertise of Sergeant Sarah Simcoe, who leads the mental health unit, and Captain Matt Tai, who's also here with us, of Community Outreach, both of whom have backed this innovation from day one. In addition to the folks that you heard from today, I want to thank a long list of other people on the core team who have strategized about this for months, including Assistant Chief uh, Assistant Fire Chief for Medical Affairs, Chase Dedman, Mary Batare, Ruben Sanan, and Neve McPartland from my office, Ellie Anderson from the city's data team, and Dane County's mental health services team, including Todd Campbell, Carrie Simon, Hannah Whaley, and our friends at Journey Mental Health, including Hannah Flanagan, Sarah Hendrickson, and Tanya letman I want to welcome to the CARES team Paco Bonin, Mark Norton, Grace Falk, and Shaquilla Galvez. This cross-government, cross-agency collaboration is a model that we can and must build on as we look to a future where we will need additional supports from the entire community, including a diversity of medical and mental health service providers, to create wraparound services that will ensure that our CARES van meets success. And I would be remiss if I did not thank Alder Arvina Martin, who planted the seed from that conversation with Chief Davis, from which this initiative has blossomed. And I also want to thank the entire Common Council that has consistently voted in support of funding for this initiative. And of course, finally, we have to honor those who in their time of need did not have this service. For them, I hope we can all be proud to make this lasting change today. Thank you again, all of you who are involved in this project, and congratulations on launching this van. Chief? Thank you, uh, Mayor Rhodes-Conway. Appreciate the support in this, as well as Alder Martin and all the, uh, the Common Council members and the Dane County Board, who has been very supportive, along with uh, Executive Parisi. So I am going to act as the facilitator for questions. Um, so if you have a question, we can ask. We're going to kind of take turns and keep some decorum. I'm going to need to repeat the question for our viewers that are online on the award-winning uh, Madison Channel. <laughs> I'll start here. Steve with Channel 27. Uh, you know, I may have misheard it. You may have mentioned it. Where will the van be? Yep, the van will be stationed right here at Station 3. Uh, as we started to build the team out uh, in the beginning of January and our, all of our partners uh, worked together, our, one of our main partners was Madison Police Department. And Captain Matt Ty is here, but uh, we really, as the mayor said, looked at a data-driven team, and we wanted to make sure that we put it in a location where the most use is needed at the time. And right now, the data shows that, uh, the working hours that we've identified in the central part of the city are, are going to be the highest use points. And so it'll be stationed right here at Station 3. Yep. I have a question have, just wait, I had a question in the back. Sure, and so th there's a couple of things. One is that not all mental health behavioral type emergencies 
include some form of violence. And so the folks that suffer from, from those conditions, they don't have guns, they don't have weapons, there's not domestic uh, disputes involved. We know from, from surveying and from talking to those folks that they don't always want to see a police officer show up. And in the last uh, you know, 20 years or so, so much of the mental health crisis has been laid at the feet of the police department. And we know that through federal dollars, through state dollars, all those dollars go into the police department to handle mental health emergencies. And that's one of the, the issues from 2017 when Alder Martin and I talked. And simply put, these people are patients. And if, if uh, they need to be in some type of medical system, they don't need to be in the law enforcement side and the law system. And so that was really and is the driving force behind this is to offload a lot of the responsibility that Madison police have in these situations that they don't really, you know, always know what to do either. They do the best they can and they have Journey Mental Health supporting them. Um, but these are medical emergencies. They're not law enforcement issues. Yeah, absolutely. Chief Barnes, Captain Ty. Well, my name is Sean Barnes, S-H-O-N-B-A-R-N-E-S, Chief of Police. Um, I think it will be great for our police department because the key to effective policing is partnerships. And we see this as a significant partnership in our efforts to expand what we do and our efforts to professionalize some of the calls that we go on to make sure that those persons who are best suited for those calls are the person who does that. And if that's not the police, that's fine with us as long as the citizen gets the best treatment that they can. Well, certainly, if, if responding to some of the nonviolent calls, we can certainly direct our resources toward other things that our community wants. But we'll certainly be there in the event someone calls 911 and they need us. All right. Yep. Yeah, we have uh, Louis Bixler and Kevin Faso, the operations manager in the 911 center. The question is, who uh, makes the call to send the CARES team versus the police department or the fire department? Um, and I'll let you answer that. All right, well, currently, I mean, we, we get these calls every day. So from a, a volume standpoint or even a protocol standpoint, there's not much difference for us. We're going to triage those calls as normal. What we have now is we have this additional resource. So if it meets specific criteria, there's no crime that's being reported, there's no element of assaultive or threatening behavior, there's no weapons involved, and the CARES team is available, then that, uh, that call taker will send the call to our uh, police dispatcher who will review the call and then forward that to our fire dispatcher who will then send the call out and page the team for, uh, for a response. Um, we will not stack these calls, so there won't be calls holding. 
If the resource isn't available, then it will uh, go to a law enforcement resource. They have, they correct. They they have received additional, additional training more for the technology com, uh, component of it, as far as sending it. But like I said, as far as taking the calls themselves, um, it's already included in their initial training, and they're very well versed in uh, in handling and de-escalating these calls. Like I said the important part now is getting the right resource to these individuals that are asking for it. Well, that is a great question. Um, uh, right now, we're at about, uh, I think the council approved about a half a million dollars um, for this 2021 budget. Um, and, and the reason I say it's a tough question, because it took us a while to get the people in place. So we've got a little salary savings here and there. And, um, you know, we're, we're starting in September. We're not really going to know what the needs are going to be for 2022. So the budget's going to be a bit of a target as we go on. We're not sure on overtime. We're not sure on a lot of different things um, as we move through phase one of, of this approach to CARES. But right now, it's right around a half a million dollars. Hmm? There are other cities and other states that have a model like this. When you're putting together the plan for Madison, what do you learn from the other cities that have this in place so far? And maybe what are you kind of focusing on as you're saying, how are we going to make Sure, that's a great question. The question was, uh, how, how, have we, we, uh, how do we compare with other cities or, or how have we used what, what other cities have learned? Uh, one of the unique things about this program itself, and um, this really you know, started as more of a mental health ambulance concept, um, and, and when our initial uh, talk started, but one of the struggles I think every community has is it has to be community specific. And so although we had a lot of meetings and a lot of contact with the CAHOOTS folks in Eugene, Oregon, the STAR program in Denver, those are the two primary ones we did a lot of work with, um, there's things that they do in their program that we don't have a need for necessarily in Madison, and there's more needs in Madison that they don't, they don't address in those two programs. So as cities start these types of programs, and I think you'll see more and more of them come across the country, um, it, it really needs to be community specific. And that's why we brought so many partners in. Uh, Madison-Dane County Public Health, um, Journey Mental Health, uh, a lot of resources through, the, through Dane County Human Resources. Uh, our partners in MPD really supplied a ton of data. Ellie Anderson um, with a data team had to tell us what it all meant. Um, and so it's really a, a, a lot of these teams are local issues. Unlike police and fire departments where, you know, models are set up, we know what police calls are, we know what fire calls are, we know what EMS calls are. They're pretty much standard across communities. This is a special niche market. Great question. Yeah. Sure. The question is, what's the end goal and kind of what's the time frame as we move on? 
I'll tell you this, and I'll, I'm actually going to uh, ask a couple others to answer that question. I think uh, Mayor Rhodes-Conway can answer it. I'll give you my quick opinion. I think that it's such a niche market that eventually it's going to have to grow and expand into kind of its own entity. And so we would have a police department, a fire department, and a, and a CARES team, right? We would like to expand it to 24 hours a day. Uh, our partners in the county, I think, would like it to go countywide. Um, and so we'll see where it goes. But I'll let others share their vision on it as well. Mayor? Thanks, Chief. I, it's a really good question, right? We, we are starting here based on the data that we know about the calls that we had pre-COVID. And I think that's really important because I think if you just look at it, a lot of people would think, well, why weekdays, right? Why middle of the day? Why only the central district? And that's, those are all directly based on the pattern of calls that we already see. It's not that we don't have any calls in other times, but that's, you, you look at the graphs and it's just 100% clear. Those are, that's where the spike in calls is. That's what we need to address. So, you know, it's very important that we start where the most need is. I think ideally, eventually, what's going to happen is over this next year, we will learn, right? We'll learn from the call center data. We'll learn from the experience of the folks on the van, and we'll start to see how things are changing in our community. Uh, hopefully, this is addressing not only the volume of calls, but some of the underlying issues of people that perhaps are the result of or the cause of um, repeat calls, so that we're actually reducing the volume of calls. Uh, but we're going to have to look and see as the data develop. Where do we expand next? As the chief mentioned, I mean, I think it would be great if we can expand this service uh, geographically. I think it would be great for Dane County if this could be a countywide service eventually. Uh, Madison is certainly not the only place with these needs um, in our region. Um, and I think ultimately it would be great to have some level of service 24 hours a day. Um, what comes first and how long it takes us to get there, it really has to be driven by the data. Right? So we're going to keep a very close eye on what's happening and where the future needs are, and then we're going to have to move to meet those needs uh, as we know better uh, what the situation is. But I'm very excited that today we're starting at the place that we know we have a high need um, and that we're going to be able to get this alternative resource out on the street. So I'll let others answer in more uh, specific terms, but obviously we don't discriminate on the basis of housing status uh, in our services at the city. So, yes, we'll be providing services to everybody, including folks that are currently experiencing homelessness. But I don't know if yeah. one of you want to take that. on that. Yeah. And so we've been intentional to this point on, um, on a call. One of the d debates we had as we were developing this concept uh, early on is, do we have a hotline to call? And we decided to channel everything through the 911 center. So if there is a, a person at the beacon that, that is in some sort of crisis and the 911 call comes in, absolutely, uh, the CARES team will respond there if it fits the criteria, nonviolent and, and, um, and so, okay? And so, like, like the mayor said, like I've said, we don't know where it's going to expand to, um, you know, Right now, the intent, though, is to focus on that 911 user. 
And so there's no confusion about multiple numbers or different ways to get a hold of this team. It all channeled through the 911 center. Any other questions? No? All right. Well, um, I, I will say our experts will be available for a few minutes for one-on-one uh, -on -one interviews if you would like. Um, and thank you all for coming. Mayor, any closing statements? Thanks, Steve. I just want to say thank you again, and uh, I do want to point out, um, I think one name we haven't mentioned yet is Ariel Smith, who's here from Public Health. Um, I'm sure we'll be happy to answer questions from the public health perspective as well. Um, and I want to say thanks again. I know there's a lot of members of the team here. Um, thank you all for the work that you've done on this project. I'm really excited that we are able to launch this uh, finally here in the city of Madison. Thanks for coming. All right, thank you.